0: Right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day, you guys. And yeah, I think we got I think I got a full vlog for you guys this week. I'm going to do that thing where I put all of the timestamps down here at the bottom, but I, but I believe we are covering every every segment this week, including beer, news and advocacy and retro vaping and uh I'm realizing I didn't set up my retro vaping. I actually didn't set up my random juice tasting either. I kind of just, just dove into this vlog a little bit prematurely. So I gotta get those set up, but that's okay. That's, that's what we do. We just, we, we do it as we go along. As we go along, we'll just learn along the way. That's just this big journey called life, isn't it? Uh, I genuinely don't know what I'm talking about, but welcome, welcome to the vlog. Like I said, we got all the segments this week, and before we get too far into this vlog, I do want to do that thing that I do where I like to hear from one of my subscribers. So this video is weird. It's a little bit weird of a video. I don't know why. It's just a little bit weird, but right now I'd like to hear from George. So yeah, I was just uh really confused by that. It seems to be one long slow motion uh vape cloud unleashing in his office. I'm not really sure what's going on there. And then that little end bit, um, I, I sped it up and then I heard this. I which wasn't a lot of help, but then I sped it up eight times, and then I heard this. Keep on vaping, shout me out, Tommy Houston. (laughs) So yeah. There you go, Tommy, that was a really bizarre roundabout way to get your uh, shout out into the vlog here, but yeah, absolutely, Tommy from Houston for putting together, I don't know, whatever that weird slow-mo vaping video was, you are definitely, definitely shouted out. And if anybody else out there in the interweb world has a video that they'd like to send in to see at the beginning of this here vlog, if you wanna shout somebody out, even if you just wanna shout yourself out, shops, uh, families, I'm a big fan of that, send them over to nick at grimgreen.com uh and just send them over and i'll see them ah but yeah thank you for the entertainment there tommy um let's just dive right into this vlog right here let's gonna start let's let's gonna yeah i said that i said let's gonna what is that's not even a thing, man. We're going to jump right into this vlog and I'm going to do some uh, just what I've been vaping. I, I've, I've got a bunch of stuff set up this week. It's not really an excessive amount of stuff, but we're just going to talk about it because this is what, I, what I've what i been vaping. Went ahead and set up that Smoant Cylon mod, which I don't know. It was just there. I, I had a new tank and I didn't have a mod to put it on. So I looked over to my stuff that needs to be reviewed pile and I was like, you know what? I really like the screen on that Smoant Cylon so I just decided to set it up. This mod isn't anything special or unique or original. It's it's that shape. It's this shape that a lot of mods are shaped, but it's been performing really nice, and I honestly really like looking at this screen. I've got that topped with the Bravo tank from Watofo, and this is another product that came in that just honestly kind of just surprised the hell out of me. I've seen so many RTAs in my day, just RTAs just, just flooding in for the last, you know, years and years and years, and every time I see a new RTA, I go, okay, that's, 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 that's definitely an RTA. But I decided to set this one up, and it's been, uh, it's been surprisingly awesome. This actually has a lot of really smooth and swooshy airflow, so much so that I actually like to turn my Bravo airflow down about halfway. This is loaded up with a juice that I don't remember the name of, Dawn Apple. This is from that, uh, you know, gold, gold, gold drip, gold leaf drip, gold, gold drip, gold leaf, gold leaf drip liquid company. This is their apple. It tastes like some sort of baked appley cobbler sort of fall flavor that I'm really into right now. It's raining outside today in San Diego for the first time in like over a year and, and I love it. It reminds me of the Pacific Northwest. It reminds me of when we were up on in Portland on the vape tour. I just absolutely love this weather and this apple pie combo in this tank is making me feel a little bit uh Pacific Northwesty. And I don't know, I don't know what this dance was right there. Kick ass, kick ass. And best of all, my favorite uh, Jess Marie DHD nub tips fit on this Bravo tank flawlessly, perfectly, like they were made for this tank. I've got kind of this uh, white, marbly, opaly looking drip tip. Let me show you. I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't know if the video is really going to do that justice, but it's it's white and marbly and like a little bit translucent in places. Kind of looks like uh, like like milky jello or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I just think it's cool. Still using this as vape key fob thing. I can't help it. It looks so odd. And I actually do have a few gripes with this thing. Maybe we'll talk about those when we get to a full review. But the coil head inside of this awkwardly shaped thing is spectacular. The airflow is very, very nice and smooth and swooshy. And I'm actually getting some pretty good flavor. This is filled up with smacks Lick It, which is like their, uh, it's like a peachy cream flavor. It's delicious. This is a surprise juice for me as well. I think I told this story last week, but Smacks to me was always like pony on acid. Whenever I see Smacks, I just instantly associate it with pony on acid just because I think that juice is so stellar. And I like it so much that I regretfully didn't even give any of the other Smacks e-liquids a try, but I'm glad I tried Lick it because the peach cream is delicious. I actually have this going in, two setups right now I like it so much it's just just an awkward little thing and then of course no surprises here I got my mouth to lung wake modco tank on top of my asmodis uh, minikin boost Kodama and it's it's happened you guys the time has finally come these batteries are dead yep Right there, it took me uh, 13 mouth to lung tank folds to run down the batteries on two 18650s from fully charged to fully dead. And that's it, they are they are finally fully dead, which means I can finally use this mod with another setup. And I know it's not very matchy-matchy, but I just put that mouth to lung uh, coil head in the green tank that I've been using in the green tank for like forever on their little Wake Mod Co. Littlefoot. And this is a bangin' little combo. And best of all, I've I've been getting a lot of emails like where are the Wake Modco mouth to lung coil heads? People want to try them. I've been using them, I've been loving them, I've been raving about them, but people don't know where to get them. They are included, you get one included in this Littlefoot kit. When you buy this Littlefoot kit, you're getting the mod and you're getting a Wake Modco Wake Tank with 1.5 ohm sub-ohm coil head and then one 1.5 ohm mouth-to-lung coil head. Super easy to change out. I put the mouth to lung coil head in here. I turned down the airflow to one little open hole on the tank and it's been great. This is a rockin' mouth to lung and I wish it looked a little bit more matchy. I'm definitely going to have to put the other mouth to lung coil head in that black tank so I can rock the little foot and it won't look uh, like this with a big green and gold tank on top of a dark black shiny mod. Still rocking. Still a rockin' mouth to lung though. And speaking of mouth to lung, still heavily using that E Leaf Basal mouth to lung tank. This is one of the few mouth to lung tanks that I can vape salt NIC juices in in a high nicotine and not get like real coffee with it. It doesn't feel really harsh on my throat like a lot of other high nicotine salt NIC, you know, uh, atomizers or tanks or pod systems. Especially the Jewel. The Jewel is one of those things that a lot of people really, really love. And I wish that I really, really loved it. But whenever I vape the Jewel Salt Nix, they give me an uncomfortable feeling in my throat that I that I don't like, that I can't handle. It kind of makes me cough every time. But this one, that spring mint in here from Salt Nix line, I, I have no issues with. I am still a big believer in this E-Leaf Basal mod. I'm not a huge E-Leaf fan, you know, overall, but I think they did a really good job with this and I love vaping on it. Also rocking that Squid Industries double barrel with the Pharaoh in not so mini Pharaoh sized. I did a review for that earlier this week on Tuesday. You're more than welcome to check it out, but I've been having an amazing time with this Pharaoh mini. I am kind of having a little bit of a love affair with this RTA if I'm being real honest. I just really like the way it vapes. I really like the way it's constructed and I get really great flavor from it. And Those are kind of a few things that are important to me in an RTA along with the fact that I can't get it to leak, it doesn't leak. At least in my experiences, I haven't been able to get it to leak at all. Loaded up with uh, SMC, Strawberry Monkey Cream from Vapor Venue. And don't worry, I'm going to put links to almost everything that I talk about in this vlog. Links are always down in the description below. Also, still heavily, heavily rocking my favorite sentimental uh, Revenant mod that I got in Sweden that I traded for. Topped with the Nudge RDA. This is the same build that's been in there. I've re-wicked it once since that review a few weeks ago. Still rocking Anarchist Pink Lemonade. And the flavor from the Nudge It is not like any flavor I've had from other RDAs. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of really great, great tasting RDAs out there on the market, and the Nudge is firmly in that category of being a rad little flavor banger RDA. So good. So good. Such a good vape. I also went ahead and set up and have been pretty heavily using that new Inokin lift box. I got one of those original Inokin lifts and uh, it was a little bit of a struggle. I did not have a super easy time with that little lift siphon tank system that they release that goes on top of mods. I feel like this lift box is working so much better. I have it topped with the Entheon RDA single coil. It's still got that twisted build in there. This is loaded up with a bro trip, which is just one of my favorite juices of all time. The Entheon, like the nudge, is for flavor, and flavor is what you get. Now, this is regulated, but it's also not regulated. It's a single 18650, but it's not a completely unregulated mod. It's got like, uh, you know, uh, safety features packed into it. We'll talk about that when I do a review eventually. I'm hoping to do a review for this soon, but it's been a surprisingly awesome vape, and the Inokin Lift system in here is kind of actually working. It's It's been feeding juice to my coil, and I can't explain how it works but it's been working, it works great, I'm so surprised. Just after using that Otherkin Inokin Lift, Inokin, that Otherkin, did I say Otherkin? Just after using that Other Inokin Lift for a while and really kind of struggling with it, it's nice to have something like this, where it's like, oh, okay, well now it works. Of course, I'm vaping a few staples from my regular regular vape stuff that we don't really need to go into detail on. The the Asmodus uh, Luna Original Recipe Recoil on top, love it. It's got Yig on the inside, and I love it. Also my orange and blue Stabwood Hexome V3 uh, original recipe recoil on top. This is loaded up with sweet black tea. Love it. I just love it. Yeah. That's my jam right there. And then lastly, this is the Asmodus Spruza Squonker, which uh, I think I'm gonna have a review for next week. It's topped with the Dead Rabbit SQ and a very happy, colorful DHD tip, uh, nub tip on top, fits in the SQ perfectly. This is loaded up with that pure banana. In fact, I think I've been vaping this so much, my tank is empty. Since I don't wanna refill it just right now, I'm gonna make sure that these coils are wet enough to vape on. But yeah, Asmodus Spruza Squonker and the Dead Rabbit SQ banana on the inside digging it sorry that's hooch pure banana on the inside i realized i just said banana on the inside and i didn't just like take a banana and mash it in here although this juice gives me the sensation that i might have done that <laughs> that's ridiculous it's just hooch it's just hooch pure banana and it's a delicious flavor that we tried a couple of weeks in the a week, couple of weeks ago in the vlog and it's just kind of been sticking around this whole time because i love that pure banana so yeah, that is more or less pretty much uh, what I've been vaping over the last week or so. And what I want to do right now is we're going to pop down onto the desk. It is time to do some news and advocacy. News and advocacy, yeah. Ah, and I almost forgot, I've also been vaping this thing. This is that uh, stacked 18650 uh, Arsenal Mod Vaporway USA. It is also loaded up with that uh from Smacks. It's series. It's unregulated it's a 0.4 build higher this is a 0.4 mokhtar vil- mokhtar vapes build uh, dual fuse clapton on here it's just been uh well it's just been a little bit ridiculous holding a dual 18650 stacked mech mod just it it, it just feels ridiculous Thoughts? This is something I would love to get your thoughts on. In fact, I would love to get your thoughts on Twitter about this. Tweet at me if you like the idea of a stacked 18650 tube mod. I keep going back and forth. Sometimes it's really fun. I have a lot of fun just hanging out with my big baton and vaping it. And then I think like realistically, how much am I gonna be using this mod? It's constantly falling over. It's big, it's heavy. It's certainly not pocket friendly. It's barely backpack friendly. It's just huge all around. But with that said, it's a huge vape. But tweet at me, tweet, send a Twitter at me and uh, let me know what you think of dual 18650 stacked tube mechs. It's something I would really be interested in getting your feedback on. So I've got a few news items that I wanted to talk about, including some stuff happening in Indonesia. We have an update on Indonesia, and then we got some updates from Thailand as well. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is uh, a a few people. I don't want to say a lot of people, but it's been a good amount of people have been uh, emailing me uh, this n- this news, and I don't even really know how I'm gonna talk about this, but I felt like I needed to address it at least a little bit. And I'm not gonna—I mean, I don't want to name any names. But apparently, there's other vapors out there on YouTube who like to give me a hard time, right? They like to—they like to talk some shit on old Grim Green over here, and that's a—that's uh, th- a thing. Uh, it really upsets a lot of people, but it truly and honestly doesn't upset me because I don't care. <laughs> um, it's not—it's not the first time that people have uh, have, have talked shit about me, or uh, you know. whatever whatever's going on I don't know exactly what's going on but apparently there's some other vapors out there on YouTube that like to talk shit about me and ultimately where I land on it is I don't care I love what I'm doing I believe in what we're doing over here and uh, that's that's all I care about literally all I care about is putting out good content uh, helping smokers transition over into vaping and help vapors have a better vaping experience and if you don't like that if you don't like what I'm doing over here if you don't like my face or the way I dress or the a tattoo on my throat, then then that's cool. I, I truly and honestly have zero interest in, in the sometimes uh, trivial, dumb vape drama that happens in the vape community. Look, we got so much other stuff going on, man. I'm sure these other YouTubers that people are telling me about are, are fine people. They're probably just, whatever being themselves joking around all in good fun and honestly even if they're not even if they are being malicious i still don't care so that's just where i'm gonna leave that it's it's not a big issue i just Kind of felt the need to address it because a lot of my subscribers are contacting me about it and ultimately like i said where i land on it is yeah i don't care i'm still gonna do this we're still doing this vlog the world's still turning we're still here and don't get me wrong i am very thankful that some of my concerned subscribers have been bringing this to my attention they feel like maybe i'm getting the short end of the stick so thank you for looking out for me thank you for having my back but ultimately I don't really care. None of that shit really matters. You guys shouldn't care either. But moving on to some actual news, I did wanna do a quick update about Thailand. We talked about Thailand not too long ago, and things are very, very, really bad in Thailand. In Thailand, remember we were showing the pictures of like the cops who were standing there with this big pile of vape stuff, showing it off like they had just done some big drug bust or something. They're posing in front of all of these bottles of e-liquid. It felt a little bit, you know, military militarized big brother police sort of thing going on there i have an update here from uh, ace vapor ace vapor left a comment and said hi i'm from thailand member of ends cigarette smoke thailand which is also a member of inco we are trying our best to talk some sense into the government yes it sucks there are approximately four to five hundred thousand vapors yep 400,000 to 500,000 here. Most of us are ex-smokers who are able to quit because of vaping. If you or anyone needs more info, please contact me. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for shouting out and including our situations in your vlog. Hashtag, help save Thailand Vapors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ace Vapor, thank you for leaving that. I'm going to put a link in the description to Ace Vapor's YouTube page. He asked if we have any questions that we go to Ace Vapor, so I'm just going to put his YouTube down the description of this if there's anybody interested in what's going on in Thailand, if you're interested in helping out, or if I have any vapors in Thailand that want to get hooked up with like an advocacy organization to attempt to actually do something to change these rules in Thailand, I feel like Ace Vapor might be the guy to be able to lead you into the right direction. And I also have another update on Thailand from uh, a fellow named Tommy, who left a comment on my YouTube. Uh, Tommy chimed in and said, hi, I'm half Thai, half British vapor." and I've been vaping in Thailand since 2011. At first, everything was cool here. You could vape in public and there was even a few vape stores in the Chiang Mai province where I live. Around the end of 2014, I walked into my local store and about two minutes later, police stormed the place and took all their mods and atomizers, but left the liquid. They took my driver's license and gave me a little lecture about how vaping is bad. They let me go after, but it still scared the shit out of me. Fast forward to now, everything is underground. We buy and sell liquid slash Gear through secret Facebook groups and some disguised forums. I don't take my vape anywhere with me now and I only vape at home. Thailand is well-known for misinforming the general public and lying for personal gains, even stating that vaping will kill you faster than methamphetamine. It's pretty fucked up here, but I'm still hoping that things will change. Yeah, so uh Thailand. Thailand is rough right now to be a vapor. This is just a vapor before we heard from Ace Vapor as well. It's tough to be a vapor in Thailand. right now, so anybody who wants, I'll put some links down in the description, anybody who wants to get involved in any vapors in Thailand that need to get involved and want to get with any sort of, like, advocacy organizations, they do exist in Thailand, and from, if Ace Vapor is to be believed, which I have no reason not to believe in, but if Ace Vapor is to be believed, there are 400, 500,000 vapors in Thailand, I feel like that is a very strong voice to have in the industry in the community and i believe that you guys can do some real change down there in thailand so i'll have updates in the future on what's going on in vaping in thailand so yeah that's uh, that's where i'm gonna leave that i guess Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, interject into my own vlog like this, but I got some news that I really wanted to share in this vlog and put in the news segment to this vlog. But a bunch of people have posted this on Facebook. Jess posted it on Facebook, and she's the one who let me know. But there's a fellow named John Cavanaugh uh, on Facebook. John posted some pictures of a girl named Kellyanne who is going around um, asking for people to be in a in a commercial. that She's looking for trickers. She, she reaches out to people and says, hey, vaping industries? Don't even know what that means. My name is Kellyanne. I'm a casting associate with Tiffany Company Casting, which is a real thing. I verified their web, website. It does exist. I wanted to reach out because we are casting a commercial and we are looking for men and women who can do vape tricks. I found the videos online from your shop and they look pretty amazing and talented. You guys blowing some rings and such. We would love to have them audition for our project. Easy enough, we can do Skype interviews. They say have the dates, they say they're gonna shoot in LA. They say you'll receive $500 per session. If your part makes it into the commercial, then you'll get $3,500 buyout. Extras in the background will even be paid $200 a session. And this is all available at tiffanycompanycasting.com and you can email this person directly. Well, it turns out that tiffanycompanycasting.com is auditioning for an anti-vaping commercial. If anybody reaches out to you as a vapor or as a tricker or as a cloud comper or as a YouTuber or as in anything, you tell them no, you say, go away. Because this same woman, Kellyanne, on her own Facebook said, casting an anti-tobacco commercial for the California Board of Health. This is a Los Angeles-based commercial. All talent needed to be local to LA. It's a very poignant and important message. For those interested, shoot me an email, tiffanypearsonscasting at gmail.com. California anti-smoking commercial for the California Tobacco Control Program. We are looking for, get this, get what they're looking for. We are looking for groups of 13 year old girlfriends, groups of boys and girls, 13 years old, real blue collar workers, 25 to 32 years old, real TSA employees, 25 to 32 years old, and real groups of friends that are sober, 25 to 32 years old. Groups of 13 year old boys and girls for an anti-vaping commercial. I feel like we can already imagine what these groups of 13 year old boys and girls are going to be doing in an anti-vaping commercial commercial. This honestly just upsets me on every level and i'm trying my best to not just rage off of the handle right now but this is wrong on so many levels this is wrong the only people portraying 13 year olds vaping are the antis the only people exploiting young vapors are the antis and we get told over and over and over again by the you know the mainstream media that kids are attracted to the flavors they're casting kids to vape in a commercial that is wholeheartedly disingenuous of them to do this uh, this really upsets me so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna post some links down in the description to this video including the pictures that uh john had posted on uh, on his facebook i don't want to link directly to his facebook because i don't know this person and i don't want to just bombard this poor guy with vapors this is truly truly awful this is information manipulation this is the state of california hiring people to hire kids to make vaping look bad and i know we shouldn't be real surprised at this but it's just propaganda this is what california does and i for one don't want to put up with their shit anymore so I'm hoping that we can uh, spread this around, we can spread some news around. If this turns out to be true, which I believe it to be true, I genuinely want to look into this further to see if it's real. Are they really casting 13 year olds to vape in an anti-vaping commercial? Like, is that really going on? Are people that horrible. So anyway, like I said, this news uh, just literally just came in this moment, but I wanted to kinda shoehorn it into the news segment of this vlog. I'm gonna put some pictures down in the description. Uh, I'll share this on Facebook and I'll link to my shared post on Facebook so you have something easily that you can click to. But thank you, Jess, for bringing this to my attention. This is unbelievable. And thank you, John, for bringing this up as well. Also, I apologize. This I don't have my uh my closet closed right now. This is actually uh Casey Pickle's art uh creation area that's exposed right now. I figured that's actually a little bit more interesting to look at than just like a blue drape hanging down there. So so that's what we have to look at today in the vlog. Not a Christmas tree, not a blue drape, just Casey's art area. I also just wanted to share this picture that a lot of my subscribers have been uh, DMing me and emailing me. This image is kind of all over the place right now, but it is the Royal College of Physicians health warning on cigarette packs in the UK right now. And we have health warnings on our cigarette packs that are like, you know, uh, nicotine causes, you know, uh, smoking causes uh, cancer. Smoking does this. Smoking causes COPD and emphysemas. You know, smoke at your own risk smoking causes gum disease and they really use the scare tactic on a lot of cigarette packs because that's what, uh, I believe that's what they think would be effective. Seeing these like uh, horrible warnings and a lot of countries use like this horrible imagery, like cancer ridden lungs and horrible, horrible imagery on the cigarette packs as a way to, you know, dissuade people from even starting smoking or continuing to smoking. And I can tell you that as a basically pack a day smoker for a long time in my life, those warnings didn't mean anything to me. I never picked up a pack of cigarettes and went, oh, wow, cigarettes cause emphysema. Well, nuts to that. No, I would just buy them and I'd go, yeah, cigarettes cause emphysema. Here we go. Let's, uh, Let's light this up. But what they've done in the UK is the Royal College of Physicians have put a warning on cigarette boxes above the giant smoking kills warning. Public Health England, e-cigarettes are 95% less harmful to your health than normal cigarettes. And, And here's the thing, here's where the thing gets weird with this picture. And I would love, I would love, love, love this picture to be true. But as it stands, I can't find anything else about this warning on this cigarette pack anywhere. I've been up and down, searched through the Public Health England website. I've Google image search. I've tried to search around the internet to find out if this is true, if Public Health England is really putting these warnings on cigarette packs. And I can't find any information. I would love it, love it to be true. I want this to be true so badly. All of the other cigarette warnings on cigarette packs, like I was talking about, they're all really negative. It's like, smoking kills you smoking will kill your children smoking will punch your mom in the face and like horrible horrible you know mouth cancer patients laying in hospital beds with gory mouths and diseased ridden lungs and they're all really like uh shocking like scare you away from cigarettes this is the first time i've ever seen on a pack of cigarettes something hopeful which is Really bizarre, something hopeful for a change. Something like, hey, I know you're a smoker and this stuff's terrible, but there's another thing. Here's this thing that's 95% better for you. I think that's a huge step. If it's true, I need to do some more research. I need to do some more Google Foo. If anybody else out there wants to do some research, wants to do some Google Foo and see if this image is actually an image and not just a Photoshop sort of thing, and it's not that I don't like trust the vapors and trust the vape community, but there's been a lot of photoshopped things in the past regarding vaping and health claims, and the, some of those things weren't true. Things like this are fairly easily fabricated, and I can't find another, not even another version of this image. It just seems to be one low-resolution image, which instantly kicks off my like skeptic alarm. Like, okay, well, I have one low-res image, and I can't find any other images of this same thing. It kind of leads me down the road to believe that it might have been photoshopped. Okay, so the last little bit of news. I know I wanted to talk about Indonesia, but we're going to save Indonesia for next week because the last thing I wanted to talk about today is tobacco giant Philip Morris has a New Year's resolution to give up cigarettes. This was a really interesting article that a lot of people have sent over to me. I'm using the version from USA Today, but this news is kind of all over the place. Philip Morris, Philip Morris, what? Hi, Philip Morris International has made a dramatic New Year's resolution. We're trying to give up cigarettes. What? The maker of such brands as Marlboro, L&M, Parliament, and Chesterfield took out full-page ads in several newspapers in the United Kingdom and it said its new ambition in 2018 is to build a smoke-free future and eventually stop selling cigarettes. Philip Morris wants to stop selling cigarettes, which again, from a business standpoint, does make a lot of sense. Of course, Philip Morris wants to get into the reduced harm, tobacco harm reduction aspect of this. They want to sell their heat not burn systems. They want to sell vapor products, which really this article more importantly brings up the question, would Philip Morris even be entertaining the idea of halting production on cigarettes if vaping didn't exist. I think obviously, vaping is a huge, huge reason why they're doing this in the first place. I think that's what vaping has brought to the table. I think without vaping, Philip Morris would just be Cranking out cigarettes. Could you imagine right now living in a world without vaping as a vapor? Could you imagine living in a world without vaping right now? Just cigarettes and cigarettes on top of cigarettes and trying to, trying to quit and using patches and using gums. And that's your only options. Vaping has made it possible, I believe, for Philip Morris to even entertain, let alone announce that they might halt selling cigarettes. That is huge for a big tobacco company to say. And this isn't a thing obviously that's going to happen like, well, in the next year, in the next two years, in the next Uh, three years, four years, five years. This is obviously much later down the road, but I think the fact that vaping even exists right now is what is enabling Philip Morris to even entertain the idea of not making cigarettes anymore. And this is a short little article, so I'm just going to read the whole thing. And I know last week I did the, the thing where I had two camera angles, and that was cool, right? I really liked that. I thought that looked really cool, but it was just a random thought I had. It was really difficult difficult to set up. It was really very super difficult to edit. And so for the meantime, I'm not going to do the two camera angles things. Once I dial in how I'm actually going to do that, I'll bring it back because I actually really liked it. I thought it was much more engaging than just me looking down and, and, you know, looking at my laptop while the cameras were. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is all, this is all technical mumbo jumbo stuff that ultimately doesn't matter in the vlog. But the article says the manifesto as described on the company's website is to help people quit smoking traditional cigarettes and to one day replace them all with smoke-free alternatives like e-cigarettes and heated tobacco products. There's also some clickbait in this article, are e-cigarettes safe, as well as, dripping a dangerous new trend among teens and speaking of dripping i need to do some dripping right now yes this is dripping actually technically that's not dripping that right there is bling we we blur our juice over here in the grim green universe we don't drip or we can drip look you can vape however you want i'm not the boss of you The article goes on to say, the company claims that the alternatives are less harmful and that we can achieve a significant public health benefit when a large number of these smokers switch from cigarettes to better products. I wish that it wasn't Big Tobacco saying that. They're absolutely right, but I wish it wasn't Big Tobacco saying that because people don't trust Big Tobacco. I don't really trust Big Tobacco. I gave them tens of thousands of dollars and years of my life and the public also does not trust big tobacco. That's why things like these less harmful alternatives, people public, the public, they're not getting on board because a lot of these statements are being made by big tobacco companies who in the past have been notorious liars. The Philip Morris ad states that no cigarette company has done anything like this before. You might wonder if we really mean it. The World Health Organization has asked that question as well. The United Nations Health Agency has refused to partner with the Foundation for a Smoke-Free World, which is funded by Philip Morris International. And that is something that really sticks in my craw, man. The World Health Organization refuses to take part in tobacco harm reduction, actually saving people's lives because the Smoke-Free World Campaign is funded by Big Tobacco. The World Health Organization is so anti trusting of Big Tobacco that they're not even listening to what they have to say despite how completely accurate and true it is. And that's why I wish that it wasn't Big Tobacco making these big claims. The tobacco industry and its front groups have misled the public about the risks associated with other tobacco products. We have not. The World Health Organization said in a statement September 2017. And then it wraps up uh, with probably the most annoying sentence in the whole article. Such misleading conduct continues today with companies including PMI marketing tobacco products in a way that misleadingly suggests that some tobacco products are less harmful than others. That is not misleading. Some tobacco products are less harmful than others. And some tobacco products aren't even tobacco products at all. So regardless of what you think of Philip Morris, regardless of what you think of the World Health Organization, this is huge. This is a huge move, and I think that only vaping, with the you know without running the risk of my repeating myself, I think it's only vaping that has allowed Philip Morris to even entertain this idea. And I personally think this is very, very good news. I just wish, with all of my wishes, that it was not coming from Philip Morris. But this is a huge deal. This is one of the biggest tobacco manufacturers in the world, basically saying there's going to, we're going to come to a point. We hope to come to a point where we're not making or selling cigarettes anymore. And because people and the public and the world health organization are so distrusting of big tobacco, they're not even seeing the full picture. They're not even seeing, wow, this is huge. This is, the possible end of Philip Morris making cigarettes. All they see is, well, Philip Morris has lied to us in the past, so their they're, vaping is just as bad. Anyway, that's all I got for news right now. I did want to mention New York. Uh, New York is, is getting it bad, getting it real, real bad with the vaping taxes. I actually don't have all of my information and all the facts right now about New York, but what I'm going to do is link down the description to a Facebook page. This is a New York State Vapor Association, there's tons of information on that Facebook to where you can check it out if you're in New York or if you're just a vapor and you want to know more about what's going on in New York City with the taxes. They're trying to pass another tax in New York that is going to be really, really bad for the vapor industry. Like I said, I'll post a link down in the description to the New York Vapor Association, uh, New York State. New New York State okay. New York State Vapor Association, as well as a link to an article explaining a little bit more about the tax. So yeah, what I also link to down below in every video that I've ever done is Cassad.org go sign up. You get email notifications anytime some vape legislation is going down. You get calls to action. They make it really easy to contact people like your representatives, like your Congress people. They make it really easy. So go sign up with CASAW and follow those calls to action. That's the best thing we can be doing right now in the United States. So anyway, that's going to wrap up uh, news. What I'm going to do right now is we are all going to jump into my time machine. We're going to pop upstairs and uh, it's time to taste some beer. All right everybody. Well, welcome back to the kitchen. Still no atmosphere squash, although there are there's some atmosphere knives, I guess, back here. Over here, there are some limes. Those could be atmosphere limes. In fact, if you search on Instagram, I don't know who it was, but someone started an Instagram account completely based around the atmosphere squash. That one, like, tan-colored squash I had sitting on my stovetop for, like, I don't know, a month or two. But anyway, we are up here to taste some freaking beer, and the beer I have is the the other country boy brewing. This is Cougar Bait. This is an American blonde ale i'm really excited to try this i this is only the second beer i've ever tried from country boy brewing i'm going to be pouring it into my samuel smith pint glass looks like it pours a sort of like a a hazy amber color i can't really see through this looks to be i would assume this is a non-filtered beer but again i'm not ruby rue i'm not like a beer shaman or whatever they're called Cicerone, that's what they're called. I'm not a beer Cicerone. I'm just an avid consumer, I guess, of beer. But this looks a little hazy to me, which leads me to believe that it might be an unfiltered beer. says it's an American Blonde Ale. And the can says, any fisherman worth his salt will tell you it's all about the bait. Luckily for you, you're holding the good stuff. An American Blonde Ale, clean and crisp, cougar bait is sure to help you catch your whatever you might be fishing for. So yeah, there you go. Right now, I'm not fishing for any cougars. I'm, I'm fishing for some delicious beer. So let's just try this, cheers. Here's to you guys. Yeah, really super, really super crispy beer. Nice upfront sweetness, very clean in the mouth. It's got some uh, nice carbonation or effervescence, but it also has some nice creamy characteristics to it as well. I mean, this tastes like a blonde ale. It tastes like a very nice blonde ale. I don't know. It's it's just beer-like. It just kind of tastes like a really good beer. It's a little bit sweet. It's a little bit creamy. I get some multi hoppy characteristics as well but overall it's a really clean beer and i know i toss around the word sessionable quite a bit but i do feel that this beer is quite the sessionable beer well it doesn't have a stellar score over there on the beer advocate it's got a 3.5 out of 5 which kind of makes sense this beer doesn't have a lot of uh, unique characteristics there's no you know cocoa nibs or vanilla beans or aged with cherries and bourbon barrels there's there's nothing like that this is just an unfiltered american ale a blonde ale and for what it is it it tastes good it tastes fine it tastes like a blonde ale this isn't a beer that you pour or save for many years and you sell her and then you pour it into a tulip style glass and you just oh you enjoy the whole every aspect of it from beginning to end this is not a fancy beer oh this person says they get some green grape characteristics from it and he says when i first sipped this beer i thought it tasted like an adjunct lager but it grew on me and eventually reminded me of a souped up version of a kolsch beer so there you go i mean that's that's kind of what you can expect now the thing i brought up here to vape with me is actually something that happens Later in the vlog as you're watching it For the beer segment I think I've said this before in the past but the beer segment it used to be the first thing that I shot in the vlog And now the beer segment is the last thing that I shoot in the vlog So there is sometimes maybe gonna be some spoilers in the beer segment, but I'm gonna tell you right now I have a juice from Kendo Juice, and I'm not gonna tell you the name because this is a juice that we taste later on in the vlog. And I don't wanna just like completely ruin that segment by tasting it again this early in the vlog. And I realize that's not going to do much for this tasting. This tasting is really only for me. Okay, fine, it's Kendo Juice Butterscotch Custard, okay? I brought a butterscotch custard up here to taste this beer with. I feel like, I honestly feel like this juice might be a little too heavy for this particular beer. I feel like something, even like uh, Vlog Day, I think would pair really well with this beer. Something a little bit lighter, something maybe a little bit sweeter and citrusier might go with this beer a little bit better. we're gonna try it out with the Kendo juice butterscotch, butter, butterscotch what? Butterscotch custard. So here we go, let's give it a shot. Yeah, I mean that's, uh, that's a pretty solid pairing. This juice is a butterscotch custard juice and I don't wanna spoil the juice segment, but it is a quite lovely butterscotch custard juice. Hmm. It's fine. It's exactly like I thought it would be. I think the juice is like a, a bigger, heavier flavor than this beer is. In fact, This juice makes this beer taste a little bit sour. This juice is on the sweet side and and you get a lot of sweetness from this and it kind of robs this beer of its own normal, natural sweetness. It honestly kind of makes this beer taste just a little bit sour, which is a weird experience. Yeah, this beer is great. Uh, I'm just gonna sit here and finish this beer off. I I really like it. I'm glad I have a six pack because I feel like I'm gonna blow through this pretty quickly and I don't honestly drink a lot lot of beer. I drink some beer. I enjoy beer. I love drinking beer and evaluating beer and all of the culture that goes around with beer. But like there's days on end where I just don't drink any beer. But on those days that I do, it's really nice to have something this easy to drink like this sessionable in my refrigerator. Country Boy Brewing Cougar Bait. This came to me from Russ from Vapor Stock Room. Thank you so much for sending that over my way so that I could taste it here on the vlog with all of you. Anyway, I'm just gonna sit up here. I'm gonna finish enjoying this beer and I'm gonna finish it enjoying it with this vape. But what we're gonna do right now in the vlog is we're gonna go back downstairs and we are going to open just a bunch of vape mail. All right, well, uh, who's ready to do some vape mail? I'm going to open up some vape mail right now. It's not an excessive amount of packages, but it's still still a bunch of packages. One of the packages is something I ordered, though, so I'm going to open that first. This is probably generally one of the least exciting vape mail things that you can do, but I went and ordered a bunch of batteries. I realized that almost every single battery I have in my vape arsenal is, are old. They're all really old batteries. I don't have a battery in here that is newer than, I mean, they're all years old. I don't have a battery in here that is over, that's under a year old is what I'm trying to say. And I plan on getting rid of all of my batteries. And here's the thing that happens sometimes. This is what happens at vape events sometimes. This happened on the tour. It happens when Dwayne comes over is you just end up swapping batteries with people. It's just one of those things when you're all hanging out at like an Airbnb or at a vape event or at a bar or at a anywhere. And it's like, Jess is like, oh, my fucking batteries are dead. And I'm like, oh, okay, well here you here, have these batteries. These are charged batteries and I'll take your batteries and I'll charge them. And then those batteries just never get re-exchanged. So I ended up with like weird mismatched batteries and I somehow keep accumulating sub-ohm cells and I'm blaming that on Dwayne. Dwayne Constantly passes off his cruddy sub ohm cells to me and takes good batteries in return. Even just the last time he was here, it was like, Oh, my batteries are dead. I was like, okay, well, just throw them on the charger here. Use these uh, you know, use these Sony VTC fives. Sure enough, Dwayne just leaves with my Sony VTC fives and then leaves his dumb sub ohm cells here. So I went to IMR batteries. I spent way too much money. I spent probably about a hundred and forty dollars on just batteries. Not just batteries. I got a new charger. Does anybody know about this Xtar 6-bay charger? It had really good reviews on the website. I needed a new charger, so I went and bought a 6-bay charger, upgrading from my 4-bay that I have right now. You would think with the amount of batteries that I have to charge on a daily basis that I'd use something bigger than a 4-bay charger, but that's really all I use. I have one single four bay charger, and there is always a queue. There's always a line. I have all these batteries over here that are just waiting to get charged while the batteries on the charger finish charging. So I bought a dope X-Star charger, and I bought a bunch of batteries. I bought 20 batteries. I bought 10 Samsung 25Rs and 10 Sony VTC5As. I'm really excited about these. Look at this. Oh, look at all these batteries, you guys. Batteries, there's just, Oh, so many batteries. This makes me so happy. I'm replacing all of my batteries today. I'm putting all of my old batteries into a bag. I'm going to take them to Best Buy to get recycled. And then I'm going to start this year fresh with 20 fresh 18650s. Very excited about it. Not really vape mail. It's just something I bought that I'm really stoked about. And I am also very sure that this isn't necessarily vape mail, but this is a package from Michelle Lynn. And I have a feeling this is one of those new uh, dual parallel Altoids mods that she's been uh, tinkering around with. Oh, and there's music too. Oh, she signed it. Oh, this is her CD. That's so very, very cool. Wow. 18 full tracks. Nick, keep calm and vape on michelle lynn michelle lynn thank you thank you for the cds that is very super cool and thank you for this which i'm about to open this which i'm about to open yeah altoids look at that it's got a little uh got Altoids, cinnamon, tin. Fuck man, this really takes me back to vaping in the early days, in the olden days, when we had no mods. Believe it or not, you guys, there was a time in the vape world, in the vape community, where we had zero mods. The first mods in the vape community were actually mods. They were modded from flashlights. People were using uh, plastic hobby boxes to make like dual 14500 mods. People were using Altoid tins. People were using flashlights people were using all sorts of stuff as mods they modified these things and michelle lynn's keeping that tradition going look at that made for nick green michelle lynn this is the dull dime number 11 very clicky MyTech, mosfet on the inside dual parallel configuration this just feels so old school it reminds me of like 2010 when we were vaping out of Altoids tins and using you know aquarium filters as 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 wicks and, and yes that that was a thing cool well awesome michelle thank you so much i'm going to set this up ASAP. What do I have on here right now that I could even run this on? Oh, maybe that nudge. I think that nudge is a 0.13. I think I could do that. Let me just do that real fast. Why not make this vape mail segment really long? Yeah, it's kind of a, it looks like a 22 millimeter on there. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, that's, th- th- these mods like this are not about fit and finish. I love that she cut a hole for the button. I love that she flattened this part out to put a 510 on there. It kind of looks a little bit dorky with this big nudge kind of poking off the top. Don't care, love it. Really love that My Tech switch. How awesome is that? Anyway, very cool, Michelle Lin. Thank you. Something from DHL, you can tell because it's, uh, you know, that Chinese orange packing tape everywhere. They wrap these things like footballs. Oh, this is something from OBS. Oh, okay. Wow, that actually looks kind of cool. This is the bat kit from OBS. OBS has made some pretty good stuff in the past. They had some pretty good tanks in the past, some pretty good drippers in the past. And this is a kit. Looks to be, you know... 200 watts, dual 18650, comes with a sub-ohm tank on it. It's called the, oh, it has RGB lighting on the front. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to look at this. You see, this is why my vlogs run so long. It's because I'm too fascinated by vape stuff. We're gonna talk about this a little bit Vader in the, a little bit Vader? Uh. Thinking about Star Wars again. We will be talking about this a little bit later in the vlog as well. But this uh, this kit comes very nicely packaged. A very nice box with a very nice sleeve on it that has the graphics of colors and things you want to see. I really like this packaging. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Those uh, those LEDs on there. Those RGB lights. Those actually look pretty super dope. That yellow looks fucking rad. I like the pink. I've really been into pink lately for some reason and I'm not even sure why, and I'm not talking about pink the pop artist. I'm talking about the actual color pink. I have LEDs all over my office. I have LEDs behind my couch, under my couch, behind my desk, up on here, down over here with the stormtrooper, and I like to color coordinate all of them. And for some reason, right now, everything is just set to pink. I don't know why I've been enjoying the color pink so much. But yeah, all of these are really cool. Look how cool that green looks. So you're gonna be able to see this. Look how cool those colors look. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna leave it on pink. Even though it's called purple, we're still going to leave it on pink. All right, cool. So that lights up. That's something I'm interested to try out. I'm interested to try out their sub-ohm tank as well, as in the past, OBS has always had some pretty good tanks. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. 528 Custom Vapes hooking up the Titanium Goon. Oh, well, that's just a pretty little atomizer, isn't it? And it weighs nothing. This is air. God, that's nice. That is beautiful. That is just Beautiful, shiny titanium. It's got those blue deck posts in there. It's a lot like the original Goon Titanium. Oh, bitchin'. I really want to do something with this. I really want to build build this real bad. It's okay. I don't think we're going to do it in this vlog, but Titanium Goon. Got something here from Ohm Science as well. It looks like some uh, some wires as well as some wire sticks as well as this right here. Oh, these are all wires. Okay. Staged fuse, claptons, tricores, frame staples, aliens, frame staple aliens. Very well presented in these little cork bottle type of things. Alright cool, yeah. Bunch of coils, those come from Ohm Science. I truly and honestly have no idea what this is. I don't remember what I ordered from Amazon and I don't know why it came to Grim Green. Oh, wait. I might know what this is. I think this is, uh, I think this is polish for mech mods. One of my patrons, God, who was that? What was his name? Yeah, the original never dull Magic Wadding Polish. This absolutely came from one of my yo yo cool kids club members. Uh, now I have to find out who it was. I can't remember his name. I'm just, uh, overall really poor with names oh uh, no it wasn't earl grey t-pain was it oh my oh i can't believe i don't remember i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry thankfully my patrons are very very understanding but yes it arrived and i am dying to try this out on that rig mod uh not the descendant whoa weird Oh, weird, oh, okay, this is weird. I use this to polish it. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm gonna have to watch a YouTube tutorial first. But this is for mech mods. Awesome, awesome stoked, awesome thank you, awesome stoked, awesome stoked. This is a huge box from Beyond Vape, I believe. And the only reason I say that is because it it says Beyond Vape right here. Cut towards your buddy, not towards your body. But yeah, this is from Beyond Vape, and they sent a note as well. It says, hey Nick, we heard you were running low on Fall Delight and thought we could shoot some your way. Everyone over here at Beyond Vape is really stoked that you enjoy it so much. Uh, We also heard that you recently got engaged and thought you could celebrate with a different kind of delight. Our treat, congrats. Hope you enjoy, Nick. Keep doing what you do. Sincerely, Dave and... Night, ma, m, Mary, night, night. I can't read your signature, other person. Definitely read Dave. And yeah, uh, that's not something that I actually announced in the vlog or anything like that, but I did get engaged. My patrons are actually very, very familiar uh, with Casey Pickle. She's over there all the time on the live streams. Um, she'll probably be in the, in the vlog, uh, you know, from time to time as well. She's just a, a, a wonderful... Human being and uh, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely getting married next year. Not next year 2018 I'm used to saying next year because it actually happened in 2017, but it's actually gonna be uh, 2018 so anyway, that that doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. Oh, this is uh, I think this is beer That's the only thing that makes sense and is this shape Uh, The brewery, so happens it's Tuesday. Imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. You guys, that's too much. Seriously, thank you. Thank you for the beer Uh, brewed in Orange County, California. That just makes me so happy. I love supporting local businesses, and I'm really stoked for this beer. Imperial Stout Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Fuck, that sounds good. Anyway, uh, thank you Beyond Vape, and they did send some Fall Delights. They sent a bunch of Fall Delight. Oh, and a Winter Delight. Thank you. Hilarious, guys. Hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that Winter Delight was the juice that uh, just... Made my head implode from all the menthol going on in it. But they did send a bunch of Fall Delight. And look, I'm not going to vape all of this Fall Delight, but I really want some of my subscribers who might be interested in a tobacco flavor to try this Fall Delight. So we're going to save some of these. We'll probably save, I don't know, three of them, put them into the $2 sales. I don't know. Maybe I'll just put one of them into this. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to vape that much Fall Delight as much as I love this juice. (laughs) Anyway, very cool Beyond Vape. Very cool. Thank you so much. Uh, I do have uh, two more things here. In fact, this is one that I'm really excited about. This is the one I think I'm going to try out in this here vlog. Yeah, this is a pod system. This is a new pod system called Miley, M-Y-L-E, with an accent over the E, Miley. Oh, that is super cool. That is super cool. And they came with a couple pods. There's Tropical Mango, Mighty Mint, and the V-God Cubano. They're their tobacco, the V-God tobacco. I really like this tobacco a lot. I almost said I love it. I, I have a tendency to throw that word around a little too much. Like, I love this. I love that. I love everything. Love everything. Everything's great. I don't love everything, but I do really enjoy this Cubano. So I think I'm going to set this up. I think I'm going to set this up for the thing that we set up in this vlog to vape. And I also got one last package here that I don't believe is vape mail. Oh, Drew. Is this Drew? Is this Andrew? Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. Drew, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the kind words. I'm not going to read this whole letter, um, but thank you it's my pleasure, sir. Thank you. Um, but what he sent along, uh, is some K-Fun stuff. Uh, he said he has a spare, he said he had a spare K-Fun bell cap and I'm a huge for the K-Fun light plus. This is old school. This is, this is retro vaping. The K-Fun light plus has been Drew's vape. Like that's all he's vaped for years. And you know, now that mouth to lung is coming back around, we've been digging, I've been digging out my Fun again. I set up my Fun Light Plus a few weeks ago and it was amazing and I was using it on a live stream and Drew, Andrew I believe is his full name, but he goes by Drew, he said, hey, I have a spare Fun bell cap that's honestly just sitting here. I know that you never had one, did you want one for your Fun?" And I said, that would be amazing, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. I'm very excited about this. Oh, look at that. That is just bitchin'. And he even sent the small chimney attachment. I think I already have one of these, but thank you for sending this along. Look at this bell cap. Yeah, dude. Stoked. Stoked on this bell cap, stoked to get this on my K-Fun, stoked to vape it. Drew, seriously, thank you. Thank you so much for this bell cap, man. That's just so fucking cool. I just love cool people, you know? That's it. That's all I want. That's all I ever want my audience to be is just fucking dope cool people. People exchanging information freely and helping each other out. And that just, that that makes me feel good. Oh, and there's a... uh, yeah, he's got that short that little slam cap, that little small small I don't remember what they called these. It was like the the K Fun K Fun slam cap. No, that was the tugboat stuff. What did they call these? The little low profile K Fun tanks. And they were small. It was like two and a half mils or something like that, but it's mouth to lung, so you don't like blaze through it really fast. Anyway, 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 let's move on. Thank you so much, Drew. I'm really excited. Uh, my k has been sitting right there for the last few days, just awaiting this bell cap to arrive. Got the short little slam cap as well. Stoked, very, very stoked, thank you. Um, but what we're gonna do right now is I am going to clean up my office because it is a mess right now. And then uh, through the magic of video, Editing will come right back here, and I'm gonna be vaping that little Mylio pod system. So, so yeah, I guess instead of uh, pausing and setting this up, it's it's a pod system. It's gonna be real easy to set up. So. I'll just show you guys i open the package inside is battery and a charger the battery is a little bit wider than some other pod systems batteries it's definitely wider than the jewel it's definitely wider than the bow it's definitely wider than the fix and i think bow has finally worked out all of the kinks within their system i got one of the very first bow pod systems that ever existed they weren't even previously available in the United States. You had to get them overseas. And this is like, good Lord, this is like over a year ago. And all of my bow pods, like four or five packs of bow pods, were all junk. They were all garbage. They all leaked constantly everywhere, all over the place, inside the packaging, outside of the packaging. The juice leaked through my batteries. I killed four batteries just from using the bow regularly. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on a rant about the bow right now, but they sent me the newest version of the bow pod system, and it seems to be holding up really, very much, much better. But this little uh, My Lee also comes with a little uh, USB charger. You know, that's uh, that's very Jewel style. That's how the Jewel charges. Plug that in, it charges your battery. But what I am after are these V God Cubano pods. Looks very much like a pod system. It comes with the little brown sleeve so you know that it's tobacco i'm assuming the the mint ones are green i'm assuming the mango ones are orange and the tobacco ones happen to be brown so i don't think there's a wrong or right way to put these in here goes in that way ooh snaps in snaps in with authority wow that was a very oh when you Feel that snap in—that is just beautiful. Little mouthpiece thing there—you take out. Um, is there a way to check the battery level on this? I guess not. So I'm just going to—I'm uh, just going to take a mouth-to-lung toot on this. See how it goes. First vape here on the Miley. Wow! Wow! What? That Cubano is better than I remember. There's a little blue indicator when you're taking a drag and then after you take a drag directly following it shows you a series of green lights which I'm I'm assuming is showing you your battery life. All the three green lights are full. The draw on this is stiff. It's the stiffest pod I've come across so far. It might be right on par with like the fix although I think this is still even a little bit more stiff than the fix. That juice is delicious. Is this a Saltnik juice? Because it's getting me all up in my throats. Oh, yeah, this is. This is Saltnik. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, there you go. I kind of want to try another pod. These Cubano pods are... The the Cubano flavor is like a... uh, It's like a chocolatey cigar. That's the only way I can describe it. It's a really nice, rich tobacco flavor with a little bit of like chocolatey essence thrown in there. Oh God, are we gonna have to try all the pods today? Right, let's try out this Mighty Mint. Oh, I just love the way that that snaps in. It's so satisfying. Well, that is Mighty Mint. That is a delicious mint, holy shit. This mint reminds me of the Smoke 51. This mint reminds me of the very, very first vape that I very ever tried ever in my life. That's unreal. That's the weirdest sensation of it. I feel like I'm in a time machine right now. I have such vivid memories of living in my little duplex in Nevada. And this is back when I was shooting videos and I had like that black drape going all throughout my room. I thought that looked really cool and I hung a black drape, like a black sheet in my room. And I remember sitting in my room and I remember sitting in that condo vaping my little Smoke 51 cartomizer kit that I bought for like 200 something dollars off of ebay. I paid way too much money for it. But the flavor, the flavor of this mighty mint tastes exactly like those smoke 51 cartridges. Maybe a little bit more cooling in the mint area, but that minty sweet flavor. Wow, this is tripping me out right now. And this Miley pods just kind of came out of nowhere. I don't really know who is making this. That is trippy. That is so trippy, man. All right, well, obviously, I'm going to leave the mint pod on here, but I do want to try out that mango pod. Honestly, even just opening these packs of pods kind of reminds me of tearing the wrapping off of a pack of cigarettes. I'm not sure if that's what Miley Vapor had intended with this, but that's the feeling I get. And honestly, I kind of like it. Oh, this mango smells delicious. Yeah, that tastes fucking delicious. That tastes like the fresh... Fresh Juice Co., Fresh Eliquid Co., Fresh, Fresh Brand, tastes like their mango, which is to say it's just a fucking delicious mango flavor. This pod, unlike the other pods, is the first pod I got that's just a hair gurgly. The other ones were just crispy, crackly, vapiness, and this one is, it feels a very slightly touch gurgly. Fuck, that's delicious, too. Well, dang, Miley Pods, dang. Just knocking them out of the park. These three pods are delicious. I really dig this little battery. I really dig the little charger. This is going to be a thing for me. I have a feeling I'm going to get real obsessed with this Miley Pod real fast. Uh, Mint Pod going back in, and I just want to hear that click again. Oh, fuck, that's good. That's unreal, that's that's unreal. That's an amazing menthol flavor. I'm genuinely taken back by how much I like this dumb mighty mint flavor. That is delicious, okay. Anyway, way to go, Miley Pods, all right. I'm surprised, I'm stoked on that. So yeah, there you go, Miley Pods and the Vape Mail segment, awesome. So what we're gonna do right now is, uh, it's a little bit wrong time for lunch. I'm not eating lunch just yet, but what I do want to do is hop upstairs, and do some retro vaping. Alright, well welcome back to my very well-lit corner of the living room. I know I said that I wasn't eating lunch, but I actually was a little bit dishonest. I ate some lunch, I ate a chicken salad, and it was delicious. I only had ranch dressing and... Look, apart from like hot wings and pizza, I'm not a huge fan of ranch on salads. I like ranch on many other things other than salads. Why, why am I even talking about this? Anyway, we're up here to do some retro vaping. So what I set up to retro vape today is an atomizer that came out in 2013. It came out of the Philippines, and when it came out, it was very expensive. Of course, I'm talking about this little guy right here. This is the Atomic RDA. You can look around on YouTube, but a lot of people did Atomic RDA reviews. I know Ruby did one. I did one. I know Rip Trippers did one. This RDA really got around in 2013, and it was overall a very praiseworthy RDA. A lot of people gave this very glowing reviews. It's just got this really tiny, it's gotta be 20 millimeters in there, maybe less. It's got this tiny little build deck, little three post build deck, little tiny, tiny holes in the posts. The main bummer part about this RDA is that the posts, your build posts, the three build posts were hollow. So that means if you screwed down your screws a little bit too tight on your leads, it would just clip it. I built this today and it happened twice to me. The first time I was kind of expecting it to happen, but the second time I was genuinely trying to be as careful as I possibly could. I was like, it was tight, tight, okay? That's good, because if you don't tighten it down all the way, the screws just wobble. Your, your leads and the screws will just wobble. You have to get it tight enough to hold that lead, but if you tighten it down too far, it used to just clip your lead right off. I did a two millimeter, 26-gauge Niachrome Anarchist wire build in here. Uh, I said two millimeter, 26-gauge, 7 wrap. I don't know if anybody has built with just 26-gauge wire in a while, But let me tell you, wrapping 26-gauge wire, it's like trying to build a coil with hair. It's so thin. But I eventually got some coils in there. I eventually got some cotton in there and I eventually got some juice on the coils. Just now I put some juice on the coils. Decided to throw some bro trip on here because one of the things that I remember really vividly about the atomic RDA was the flavor. This is a tiny little atomizer. It's got a minuscule little build deck. It's got a minuscule little chamber inside and it's got a very restricted, restricted lung hit inhale. I just threw an old uh, K-Fun drip tip on there because it was kind of like the widest bore I had that would actually still fit on here. The Atomic wasn't very well suited to other 510 drip tips. I remember there was only a few that I had that really worked in here, in here well. Now I've got this set on the most middle airflow. There's a really small hole, a really medium hole, and then the largest hole. But I wanted to start it out on the medium just to see how it feels. My coils came out to 0.25. I've got this set to 49 watts, loaded up with BroTrip. Let's just give it a shot. Okay. Wow, that was uh, very warm, intensely flavorful, but very warm. Wow, that's actually pretty fucking good. You can just take a short, short little drag on this atomizer. And because the chamber is so, so tiny, you just instantly get like warm, flavorful vapor just directly into your mouth. I'm going to adjust the AFC on this. Actually, you unscrew the top here like this, and then it's got an AFC ring. And I'm gonna move this to the biggest holes. You have multiple little holes outside here, and I can't stress this enough. This atomizer is the tiniest atomizer. Okay, so let's go to the biggest holes available on both sides. Leave that airflow wide open. Screw this back down. You put some more juice on here too. Still a 0.25 still at 49 watts, but now we have full full open airflow. This is gonna this is this was the beginning of like clouds bro clouds. The atomic RDA was one of the biggest openest airflows that I had had up until that point. Amazing. I'm getting awesome flavor. I'm getting a nice warm vape. And I only have 26 gauge round wire, seven wrap coils in here. It can definitely, sorry, this atomizer can definitely, definitely still vape really well. It just feels really bizarre using an atomizer this small after using so many big atomizers i mean we have 25 30 35 millimeter atomizers now and using this little this has got to be it's got to be 19 di- it's got to be 19 millimeters diameter it might be even shorter than that i don't have a way to measure this I don't. Ha- I don't have any calipers or measuring tools. I usually leave the the calipers and the measuring tools to people like uh, DJ LSB Vapes or P. Bisardo. They're the one. They're the ones that do that stuff. I don't know how big this is, but it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be. I'm guessing 19 millimeters. I'm gonna guess that this is a 19 millimeter RDA, and this was. Out of the Philippines, this came out of the Philippines. A lot in 2013, the majority of like the cool vape stuff was all coming out of the Philippines. All the cool mech mods were coming out of the Philippines. All the cool atomizers were coming out of the Philippines. They were hard to get and they were expensive. And I was lucky enough to get my hands on a classic Atomic RDA made by MVC in the Philippines. And it's just uh, it's just a cool little guy. It's one of those guys, you know, that I'm never really gonna retire. It's gonna hang out in my collection for forever. In, in, five years from now, I wanna be able to break out this Atomic, throw a little 26 gauge build on there and remember how great it vaped. I can't believe that this is vaping so well right now. I kinda wanna just keep using this and not break it down. The only bummer to this is those old atomizers like this, like the tugboat, like a lot of those really early cloud chasey slash flavor banger RDAs were not, not, not bleh your juice at all. This is very much a pop the whole top off Paint your tiny little coils and your tiny little wicks in here and then realign up your airflow. That's how this atomizer rolled. So yeah, it is what it is. This is the Atomic RDA doing some retro vaping from back in 2013, oh, so many years ago. But anyway, what we're gonna do right now is we're going to go back downstairs and uh, we're gonna do some getting to know Grim Green. Okay, real quick, I'm sorry. I took the drip tip off of here and I've just been tail piping it and you can blow your juice. Look, one, two, three, four, five. This is actually dripping. This isn't much of a bleh situation. If you bleh your juice into this atomizer, you would just fill up the atomizer with juice. So you have to drip. This is a dripping situation. This is like one, two, three, four drips, and then you can vape it, tailpipe it. Yeah, dude. Okay, anyway, now we're going to go back downstairs and do some retro vaping. Nope, we're going to go back downstairs and we're going to do Getting to Know Grim Freaking Green. Okay, cool, well, now that we're all set up again, back down here in the office, we're gonna do some real quick uh, getting to know Grim Green. Let me, I don't know, I should have had this ready. I feel like I really should have had this ready. Anyway, here we go, this is it, this is from uh, Tesha. Her name is Tesha. She writes in and says, hey Nick, my name is Tesha. I'll start off by saying, please please feel free to use any part of this email and my name in your vlog. My boyfriend, Stefan. It's either Stefan or Steven. So Stefan or Steven, if you're watching this, I apologize. I'm probably going to call you Stefan only because I grew up, one of my neighbor kid friends was named Stefan and that's how he spelled it. And I don't think it's Steven? Okay, I'm gonna say Stefan. My boyfriend, Stefan, is a massive fan and watches your vlog religiously every Thursday and has gotten me into them. I have now found myself also enjoying vaping and using it to quit smoking. Steven is, okay, I'm gonna call you Steven now. That just changed. The whole whole game plan changed, Steven. Steven is now even making his own juices and loves doing it. I was wondering if I could please get a shout out for him. It would mean so much. And for him, I know I love and support him in his e-liquid making and vaping. Yeah, absolutely. Tesha, your boyfriend, Steven. Steven or Stefan? It's one of the two. Steven or Stefan? So let's do one. Stefan, absolutely, bro, you're shouted out. Take two. Steven, absolutely, bro, you're shouted out. My question for getting to know Grim Green segment is Do you believe in aliens, UFOs, or other life forms? And if so, had you ever had any kind of experience with it? I've noticed your I want to believe poster, and I even got one for myself. My first tattoo was even a UFO, and I laugh every time you play the FDA or the aliens game pretty much it please keep up the good work and of course let's keep on vaping thank you for inspiring us all the way in australia yeah absolutely so tesha and steven they sent in a picture there's a picture of them tesha and steven look at that look at them look at that look at those look at that happy couple They're, they're ridiculous look at those guys and she also sent me a picture of her ufo tattoo which tesha tesha tishi Oh, did I say your name wrong? That is an amazing tattoo. Uh, I love it. I want to get something spacey, UFO-y, alien out there. And here's the thing. Let's close this. Let's get back to the getting to know Grim Green question. Aliens. Ooh, UFOs and aliens. I really like this topic. Grew up being a big sci-fi nerd. Everyone's pretty much well aware of that. My dad grew up watching Star Trek. He showed me Star Trek and Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica. Old Battlestar Galactica. Okay, that wasn't a slam on the new Battlestar Galactica. I honestly just haven't really watched it, just because I don't, uh, I don't have the time to watch it. I really want to watch it. I really want to watch the new Battlestar Galactica. I've heard it's amazing and everybody loves it. And it's one of those things like I'll get there. I'll get there on my own time because it's still all new to me. I haven't seen any of it. So I know I've got a lot of cool things to experience there. But like old Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars for sure. So I'm a pretty big sci-fi nerd. My whole life and childhood has revolved around stories of aliens from other planets and exploring the galaxy. And I'm just Incredibly fascinated by that. Uh, I still have that. Uh, I want to believe poster. It's it's in storage. It's under the stairs right here. But I still have that poster. I'm trying to get it out. I'm trying to rework some stuff. We're gonna be making some changes to the office soon. I'm gonna be hanging some new stuff in here. So that's just the way I grew up. And I loved the X Files. And I loved I loved the way that they did aliens on there. How the aliens you know sometimes like were really scary. Like uh, you remember that movie Fire in the Sky or. Uh, communion with christopher walken anybody remember communion i think it was called communion hang on google yeah communion with christopher walken god what a great movie that was a terrifying extraterrestrial encounter i was horrified of that movie and what those aliens were doing to that guy now Aliens. Let's talk about aliens. Let's talk about aliens and be rational about it, okay? Because I want to believe as much as the next person that there are extraterrestrial beings out there that may or may not have visited Earth. I think that's just an unbelievable concept to grasp that someone not from this planet has been on this planet. That just blows my mind. And as much as that blows my mind, I know it's probably not super real realistic. The rational person inside of me says, there's probably something out there. I feel like logically there has to be something out there. Our planet revolving around a star is not unique. It's unique to our solar system. We're the only planet in our solar system that sustains life. But there are billions and billions of solar systems inside, billions and billions of galaxies in the infinite space, in the infinite universe. To think that we are the only planet that sustains life in an infinite universe is one of the most narrow-minded points of view that I've ever heard of. There has to be other species out there in the galaxy. Logic just tells me that. There has to be. Now, do I think that they've come to Earth and put things in our butts or something like that? Uh, No. I I like aliens for the sake of entertainment. Kind of like how I like ghosts and the supernatural as a form of entertainment. But I do believe that there is something out there and i really do think it's just a matter of time if humanity can exist long enough on the planet it's really just a matter of time before someone makes contact with someone i won't see it in my lifetime nobody alive today will see it in their lifetime nobody being born right now will see it in their lifetime but logically in the infinite universe with billions of galaxies and billions upon billions of solar systems and planets revolving around bright stars, there has to be there has to be something out there. And what's great is there might not even be something out there yet nearby, but life, life could be starting in a new solar system, in a new galaxy, a half a billion light years away. And it would take us a billion years to get there. And and we would just never reach them. That's why that's I mean that's one of the reasons why I find science fiction so fascinating and things and you know things like in Star Wars or Star Trek where the voyager gets blasted off the you know into the alpha quadrant and and they can travel at warp speed and visit these planets and see these creatures and I think that's just fascinating. And as much as I would love that to be real, that's just not the reality. But to answer your question in a very long roundabout way, okay, I, ju- I really just want to get your name correct here. Tasha. Okay. Tasha. Yes. To answer your question. Yes. Of course there is something out there. Of course there is. We may never see it, but logic dictates that di- dictates dick Hates. Now, that's kind of a dirty word if you say it like that. But logic really dictates that in an infinite universe with billions upon billions of galaxies in it, yes, of course there is life out there in the galaxy. Whether or not we ever get to see it or interact with it, eh, that kind of remains to be seen. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's realistically ever gonna happen. And that's why I like sci-fi. Anyway, it's all coming around. I just keep repeating myself. It's like poetry, you know, it rhymes. <laughs> anyway, Tesha, thank you so much for writing in. If anybody else has any getting to know Grim Green questions that they would like to see answered on this here vlog program, go ahead and send them over. Nick at GrimGreen.com. Just mark your subject. Getting to know Grim Green, and uh, they, will, they all get read by me. I'm the only one that reads my email. They will all get read by me, and they will get used accordingly in this here vlog program. But Tesha and Stephen, or Stefan, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're just going to shift gears just a little bit. It's time for some viewer mails. I actually have a pretty pretty healthy portion of viewer mails this week, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, Fred writes in and says, hey Nick, my name is Fred. I'm a big fan of the vlog. I always make it to the end. I have a question for you. Why do some juices seem harsher regardless of nicotine level or PGVG ratio or setup? Some juices are a throat hit from hell and are by those standards a mild juice. Any answers you have would be appreciated if you could give a shout out to my buddy Dale and his wife and daughter Tom Tanya and Veronica. Absolutely. Dale, Tanya, Veronica. Sorry, the fist is so far away. Just just bump it from there, I guess. They are the reason I quit smoking and I love them to death. I ain't, Also, I have a poster I'd like to send you that I found at a local shop. If you could send me an address, please, if not, uh, that's cool too. Please, please feel free to use my name anything else in this Uh, email for the vlog. Thanks for all you do. Um, yeah, I actually didn't see that part about the poster, but, uh, Fred may not have your email anymore. It might've got deleted. I might just have a screen capture of it right here for the viewer mail segment, but Fred email me back, email me back. I want, I want to I want to learn what this poster is all about. So harshness in juice can be from a lot of different things. I usually get harshness from a lot of salt nick juices, and that's just because of me. I'm just I'm just sensitive to them that way, I guess. High nicotine juices, like you pointed out, do also cause some harshness. Although to me that's a positive harshness. I like feeling that throat hit sensation, like when I vape my me one. I like having that 18 milligram non salt nick 50 50. PGVG juice throat hit. Yeah, it just just feels good to me. I like that throat hit. But I think what you're referring to are just juices that are just throaty in general. And Dwayne always gives me a really hard time about throaty juices because I'm like, does this juice seem a little bit throaty to you? I get a lot of throatiness from juices sometimes and it's 100% the flavoring. There are certain flavorings out there that will always hit me in a very, very throaty way. My Yee from Lane Cove is one of those juices that hits me in like a throaty way. It's more of like a positive throaty way, but it's still kind of a throaty way. There's other flavors out there. Peach. Peach is the biggest offender of feeling throaty to me. Every peach flavored juice that I've ever tried has hit me in like a throaty kind of harsh way and sometimes it feels positive like, Oh, that was that was good, like a good throat hit. And other times it's just a really uncomfortable why am I even vaping this juice sort of feeling? The one flavor that I've narrowed it down to for me is peach. Anything I see with peach in it, I can instantly expect sort of a heart more harsh throaty juice. I gave Dwayne a lot of shit about his dynamite fuse because it was a strawberry apple peach and it was a throaty juice to me because it had peach in it. So maybe what you need to do is narrow down what is actually making you throaty. If it's not PG or VG, which PG is more throaty than VG is and higher nicotine is more throaty than lower nicotine is. If you take out those variables from your juice, it could just be one of the flavorings in one of your favorite juices or a juice that you really want to love and enjoy, but it's a little bit too throaty. Look at the flavor profiles and start trying to pick out maybe what flavors it is because I have a feeling it's different for everybody because Dwayne is affected zero by by the peach flavoring. Same with Ruby Roo. She's affected zero by peach flavoring. She vapes Dynamite Fuse and doesn't feel throaty, but when I vape it, I feel throaty, and I know it's because of the peach. Sorry to uh, repeat myself like that. I think it's the peach, I think it's a flavoring, so look at uh, what flavorings are, are in your liquids, and if there's a specific flavor, like maybe lemon is really throaty to you, or maybe like it's a cereal base that's really throaty to you, or maybe someone's using a cream base in some of their juices, and that's what's throaty to you. I really do think it comes from uh, from flavorings, but uh, thank you, Fred. Thank you so much for writing in, and don't forget, hit me up. Hit me back up about that poster. I got another viewer mail here from Tom. Tom writes in and says, hey, Nick, thanks for all you do. I've been going back and forth between vaping and smoking the last couple of months, only two days without cigs now. I've spent more than I probably should have, kind of a gearhead. I tried an Aspire Clearomizer, It worked okay, but I wanted a bit more vapor. I bought a Cool Fire 4 18650 with the 1.20 1.20 coil heads it's working okay lots of leaking and gurgling thought I would try the crown 3 way too much vapor then I picked up the wake RTA figured I would get into building down the road when I first heard of the wake tank I remember reviewers saying that it was a 25 to 80 watt coil but they are 40 to 80 watt coils. so last month but they are 40 to 80 watt coils the last month or so you've been talking about the mouth to lung coils any idea when these will be released or if there is a good site to keep check? Checking. it seems like they are all they are still trying to get the website going i know patience is a virtue thanks again your reviews are above my pay grade, so to speak. They keep the idea of vaping instead of smoking at the front of my mind. Absolutely. Tom, that's the least I could do. Um, Yes, uh, I actually mentioned this in the What I've Been Vaping segment earlier. The Littlefoot kit, the Wake Mod Co. Littlefoot kit comes with a 0.5 ohm Cloudsbro Clouds type of coil head. And it also comes with a 1.5 ohm mouth to lung coil head. I, I, you know, it's in my vlog every week. I'm, I'm loving these 1.5 ohm mouth to lung coil heads. I'm still on the first one. Just those two 18650 batteries, I was able to fill this up 13 times before I ran down my dual 18650 batteries. And now it's sitting firmly on top of the little foot being just as unmatchy-matchy as possible, but they're great. They're great mouth to lung tanks. This is a tank that you can definitely grow into. You can get the 1.5 ohm coil heads and have some mouth to lung. You can put a, you know, a 0.5 ohm coil head in here, or you can put the RDA deck in here, and the RDA deck and the .5 ohm coil heads are gonna be a little more like the Crown 3 that you tried. They're gonna be much more direct lung inhale, exhale, you know, a weather system. I don't know where the coil heads are going to be sold separately apart from the Littlefoot Uh, starter kit, but I'm assuming that they'll be available somewhere, sometime. I'm assuming, I'm honestly assuming that they'll be on local vape. If there was a site to check, it would probably be local vape. But anyway, Tom, congratulations. Welcome back to the party, man. You know what? There's no rules in vaping. If you have cigarettes, don't feel guilty about having cigarettes because your vape will always be there and anybody is always welcome back in into the vape fold. Even smokers, you're all, everybody's welcome, everybody's welcome here, man. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) So there's a lot of times where I notice that I cut back. Uh, you know, I'll do cuts. I'll cut and, and, and continue on with the segment. And I'm always laughing just a little bit. And that's because I do stuff in between. Like I just spent, I don't know, two or three minutes in between viewer mails answering text messages and then laughing at something that Dwayne and i had talked about and so when i come back i'm always like <laughs> Like a little bit giggly that that's why because there's funny stuff happening Outside of the vlog that that trickles into the vlog just a little bit, but uh, anyway I got another email here from Howard I'm calling this person Howard because said to call him Howard. Hey Nick first and foremost Feel free to use any of this in a future vlog if you feel the need to do so my name is K sky K sky, but you can call me Howard. I was a heavy smoker for many years about four packs a day I've watched your videos for two years and I want to give you and Dwayne a big shout out for making the best RDAs in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Our pleasure. I'm, I'm overjoyed that you like the Rebel. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed that you like the Atomizers. Thank you. That means a lot. The product made me love vaping again. And now they're my daily bangers on all my devices. You saved my life. Literally. I had heart surgery in 2015 while stationed in Japan for the US Navy. And I have never felt better. Wow. Wow, you had heart surgery in 2015 in Japan for the US Navy? That's I mean, A, thank you for your service. B, that's a crazy story. That's a crazy story that I never get to tell. But you have a great story that you get to tell for the rest of your life. Heart surgery in Japan. That's I mean, I think that's really cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad you're okay. You know, I'm glad the surgery went well. I'm glad you're still with us. Howard, but that's a that's kind of a crazy story. My question to you is, where can I get a recoil and grim hat? I'm moving away from San Diego and I would love to have them both so I can show off the greatest product and humble vape friends I've ever met. May the force be with you always and let's keep on vaping. Absolutely, um, Howard, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I I never know what to say when people compliment me, so I'm just gonna say thank you very much. It's literally all my pleasure. As far as the hats, go. We're restocking uh, recoil hats right now for the website, and I'm going to have a bunch of recoil hats. We're going to have a bunch of recoil hats, and we're going to have some grim green hats at ECC this year, and I'm going to have a new t-shirt. I haven't shown you guys the design for my new t-shirt yet, but it is sick as tits. I can't believe I said that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That's a Rip Tripper's thing. He he can have the sickest tits. I'm not going to I'm not going I'm going to stop saying sickest tits. But it's a super dope design and I'm really excited about it. So to answer your question, you might have to wait until ECC. Are you going to be here in February? If not, they should be available. All the hats and possibly some leftover t-shirts. They should be available on recoilrda.com uh, sometime in the future. And we can, we can just, sh- just ship them to you. But thank you, Howard. Thank you so much for writing in. I uh, got another email here from a fella named Kyle. This one's a little bit long, but I do want to read the whole thing. He writes in and says, hey, Nick, my name is Kyle. I hope you are having a good year thus far. I'm emailing you because I have been really frustrated and discouraged with vape lately. I'm a welding instructor in the suburban Atlanta, Georgia area, and that being said, I'm in an environment where metal and dust in the air. I don't really feel comfortable using an RDA because I worry about dust getting in the chamber and all over my cotton and coils. Also tanks don't really work in my workplace environment because I naturally deal with a lot of heat and it causes a lot of flooding and leaking with tanks. So I've been kind of limited to these pod systems. I've tried a lot of them at this point uh, with high nicotine based liquids and it it always goes well to start at the start with but at the end I got all way off track it always goes well to start but they end up having the same problem they all end up having problems with the coils burning and getting frequent dry hits I'm at my wits end at this point because I'm tired of spending money trying to find a system that works I've tried the eye care the joy tech penguin some of the smoke AIO systems and a couple more do you have any recommendations on mouth to lung systems that you can highly recommend sorry about the long email thanks for all you do for the community Nick you seem like a genuinely great guy and I'd love to meet you sometime. Well, I was in Atlanta. I might be coming back to Atlanta at some point for a vape event. So don't discount that entirely and yes, it would be uh, it would be my pleasure to meet you, Kyle. Now, as far as recommending something for you, though, that's going to be really difficult. You can't use tanks and you don't want to use drippers and you want something that's mouth to lung. I am going to go to my go-to advice, which is maybe the me 1, maybe the me Pod. I know you've said you've tried a lot of pod systems in the past. Um, the me Pod has never, ever let me down. I have never got a dry hit from it unless I let the tank go completely empty. I haven't noticed that it's super affected by... Temperature, granted, I live in San Diego where with the exception of today, it's kind of beautiful all the time. I, 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 ah, I'm i really drawing a blank here. I am really very much drawing a blank here. There is one thing, there is one product out there besides the Mi Pod and besides the Mi One. Those are like my uh, try these recommendations. Here, sorry, I had to go grab it. This, this is the Q-Pod system Q Vapor, I'll put a link down in the description, but this could be something that might work for you. They are big, big tanks. I haven't noticed that they're affected by heat or cold or altitude or anything like that, and I have never had a dry hit on one of these pod systems. The flavors, you're limited to the flavors of the pods, but thankfully, the flavors of these pods are very delicious. I'm using the Full Tobacco right now. This is the vape that I take with me to Disneyland all the time, because it's a very nice, portable, little throaty, sort of cloudy, but not really cloudy type of vape. And just as I was saying that, there's juice all over my fingers damn it QPod! why'd you have to prove me wrong this QPod has been sitting and sitting and sitting for probably close to two months now and almost every tank i've ever had if i just let it sit for two solid months yeah it, it floods it gets a uh, super slurpy in there okay so now that i uh, now that i just went back on what i just said oh it never leaks i've never had an issue with leaking this one was leaky but it was because it was sitting around for like like i said, literally two months. What's important though is it's not leaky on the inside. When I vape it, it doesn't feel gurgly in any way and it's a really nice little cool sort of all-in-one type of thing. This is kind of my last resort suggestion for you. but it's good. That's a, that's a delicious, satisfying six milligram vape. Not, sorry, not six milligram. These pods come in five milligram, which is literally like the most perfect milligram for me. I wish five milligram existed somewhere. I wish I could get e-liquid in five milligram, but I can't. So I vape the Q pod. And like I said, I take this out with me. I take it to Disneyland all the time because it's nice and lightweight. I can just pop it in my pocket. I can go to the little smoking areas inside Disneyland, just vape. And, you know, it's not going to win any cloud comps, but it is a pretty cool little system. Um, I hope that helps out. I don't have any more. So I'm sorry that I'm not more help for you. Here's what I'll do. Anyway, Kyle, I hope that helps out. I don't, I'm sorry I'm not more help, but I honestly, off the top of my head, can't think of something, oh, you wanted mouth to lung too. This isn't mouth to lung, but it's also not like the Crown 3. You're not going to be exhaling weather systems. Okay, so you might be exhaling a small weather system. That's the best, uh, that's the best that I got for you. I apologize. In fact, here's what I'll do. If anybody has any suggestions for Kyle as far as like a mouth to lung that might work in this environment that he works in, Let me know down in the comments below. This is something we'll discuss in a future vlog. It's not gonna be next week's vlog and I'll explain that at the end of the video but I'm not gonna have a regular vlog next week. But after that, Kyle, if you're still looking for something, we'll see what my subscribers have to say. They have tried uh, a lot more devices than I have. I am only one man and my subscribers are multiple and they have probably tried something. Something has to be out there to fit your needs for vaping. So we'll try to get back to that next week. If you have a suggestion for Kyle, comment it down below. Uh, this is actually a pretty interesting email. Uh, Kenny writes in and says, Hey man, my name is Kenny and I am not a liar. (laughs) That's a joke from the, uh, from the podcast. And now Dwayne's texting me. What up Dwayne? Anyway, Kenny, Kenny writes in and says, hi, my name's Kenny. not a liar. Feel free to use my name in the vlog or podcast. Or if, My email gets read. Uh, I just have a real quick question. My girlfriend has severe back pain and her doctors aren't prescribing her anything that really works for her. So I suggested she try CBD. Yes. My question is if she wanted to vape it, would you recommend the Mi One or something similar? A setup on an RDA or a sub-ohm tank? Um... Yeah, Kenny, I, uh, when I was vaping CBD, and uh, this, this was a while ago, I used to vape a lot of CBD, um, I did it in a sub-ohm tank just because it was easier. CBD juices tend to be really VG-based, and i found that if you're going to vape it, uh, vaping it out of a sub-ohm tank works really well. It would also work really well in an RDA, but I feel like a sub-ohm tank might be easier to vape the CBD from. Honestly, CBD, you can just Eat. <laughs> you can just uh, a lot of people uh, drip it in their mouth, a drip it under their tongue. It absorbs uh, much much faster and much more efficiently than vaping it. Vaping it, you'll still absorb it, but it's just not as, as an efficient way to get the CBD into your body is is vaping it. It sounds like uh, she may not want to just drip some CBD juice under her tongue, which is totally 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 cool. But I would probably recommend if you're going to vape some CBD, I would vape it out of a I would vape it out of a sub-ohm tank. Uh, Definitely, Kenny. Definitely. Well, there you go. That's what I got. That's what I got for viewer mails, everybody. And uh, if anybody has any mails that they would like to get answered on this here program, if you're not waiting for an immediate response, just send them on over nickatgrimgreen.com. Just mark your subject line viewer mail. And like I said, I will read all of them. They get cataloged and they get used on this here vlog. All right, cool. So uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to shift gears just a little bit. I still have to set it up, but it is It is time to taste a very random juice. Alright, welcome to the very random juice tasting that was another situation where i was laughing before i hit record and i wasn't even laughing at anything anyone else did i just had a song stuck in my head and while i was setting up my very random juice tasting i was singing it at full volume and i sounded terrible and it was funny and for anyone curious it was a guar song if you want some musical homework listen to guar the song is called jack the world and it is on the this toy Earth album, which isn't my favorite Guar album, but it's got a few pretty banging, like punk-rocky type of tracks on there. And Jack the World is uh, is one of those songs that I really like. And I don't know, I have no idea why it got somehow stuck in my head. Anyway, a few weeks ago or last week was this last week that we tasted the Kendo juice. I wanted to give the Kendo juice another try. I feel like that coconut ice cream was good, but really, really weird. And so I wanted to try another one of their juices. So what I grabbed out was the Kendo Juice Butterscotch. Butterscotch? Hi. Butterscotch custard. Butterscotch custard, right? I feel like that could be a really cool thing. So what I'm going to do is uh, I got a freshly built and wicked recoil rebel with a Jess Marie DHD whistle tip drip tip on here. This is her 810, uh, you know, her her nub tip adapter for the Rebel, and I love using her nub tips, and I love that she made an adapter for the Rebel. It's just my favorite thing. But I have not seen another drip tip manufacturer make a whistle tip style drip tip in so long. I forgot how comfortable they were back in the day, and I know I reference back in the day a lot, but back in the day, like 2009, 2010 everything was whistle tips. Everything came with a whistle tip. It wasn't until the very first drip tips arrived, of which I still have one of the first drip tips ever made in the industry, and I'm I'm very proud of that. But it wasn't until those first drip tips arrived that things started being round. Up until then, it was all whistle tips. And even back then, people demanded whistle tip drip tips. People were making regular drip tips and then cutting them into whistle tips. I just forgot how comfortable whistle tips are. Anyway, here we go. Butterscotch custard from Kendo juice. Let's uh, taste it. Hmm. Oh, dang. Okay. I think this is going to be good. That tastes like uh, butterscotch. That tastes like custard. That tastes like this. Tastes like something M Turk would really be into. But like I said, this is a Recoil Rebel on top of the Rig Mod Outlaw, the twenty-seven hundred mech mod, and the whistle tip on top. This is a 0.15 ohm dual. 24 gauge, 9 wrap on a 3mm, something like that. It's just a really simple round wire build. I have the tendency to enjoy round wire builds a little bit more on mech mods because. I can dial in the resistance myself. That's one of the appealing things about mech mods is I can figure out exactly where I need to be, like a 0.15. It's not like, and you know, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Builder's Coils. I love using Fiend's Coils. I love using Coil Turd and Turk and Mokhtar and Beards. And there's so many great Builders out there. AJ, Holland, are you kidding me? Great Builders out there. But oftentimes it's like Turks will be like, okay, well, this is going to be a 0.09 dual coil. And that's it. Fuck you. Nothing you can do about it. And so I like to build some round wire so I can be like, okay, I need like a 0.14, 0.15. That's what I really like on a mech. Anyway, enough about that. Let's try the Kendo Juice Butterscotch Custard. Boom. Go. Okay. Okay. Okay, well as per usual what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sit here real quick and vape a little bit of this and then we'll come back and talk about it. All right, well I am happy to report that this juice is just freaking delightful. I could kind of tell from that first little vape I took, I was like, oh this is good. But I wanted to actually sit and vape it a little bit because sometimes you go into juices with like rose-colored glasses. That happens to me more often than you would think. Even with all my experience, I still go into juices sometimes with rose-colored glasses on. And a perfect example of this is Vape Jam UK 2016. Someone was selling this juice called Float, and it was supposed to be a root beer float. And I took, I tasted, their little sampler and i was like one toot and i was like done this is fucking delicious root beer float you guys nailed it and i loved it and it had cool branding and i was like wow a really good root beer root beer float flavor and then later when i got back to my hotel room and actually started dripping it i was like uh what it was really kind of got super gross on me i just Oh, that float juice is no good. But I loved it at first, and I kind of went in with a little bit of hype. People were telling me this float juice is legit. This is like this is like the root beer, you know, root beer float flavor, bro. And so I wanted to make sure that I just wasn't just going in with rose-colored glasses. This juice is legitimately good. This is one of the better butterscotch flavors I have had in a while. I love the Turkish blend, which is also a butterscotch custard, but I think Turk goes a little heavier on the custard side of it than the butterscotch side of it. And this juice goes heavy on the butterscotch side of this. When I vape it, it honestly reminds me of the Hershey's butterscotch chips. You know, the little, they look like little chocolate chips, but they're actually butterscotch. That is exactly what this tastes like. It is a non-gaggy, very, very creamy, creamy butterscotch flavor. Ah, shit. Uh, I'm losing light. So I'm going to turn on a light over here. So that's why the video might look weird in a second. Ah. Alright, is that any better? Any worse? I don't know. I don't care. We're at the end of the vlog anyway. This part of the vlog always generally looks like garbage because I lose my light, I lose my natural daylight, and then I end up filling up my office with vapor and it just looks really like non-contrasty. It just looks all weird and washed out. Anyway, that's not important. This butterscotch juice is good good. This butterscotch custard is legit, man. That is fucking delicious. That is delicious. I'm just going to keep on vaping this right now. I'm going to vape this whole fucking bottle. Yeah, that's good. Well, there you go. Good job, Kendo. Good job. The coconut ice cream might have been a little hit and miss, but this butterscotch custard from Kendo juice is legit. This is a legit good butterscotch flavor. Anyway, I'm, I'm rocking it. This is my setup. I might take this setup to the desert with me. I am going to try to uh, polish up this mod, uh, you know, get some of the tarnish off here, you know, before we go out to the desert. But I like this setup right now. I'm really loving it. Anyway, that's what I got for a very random juice tasting and it's time. It's time to wrap this vlog up. We're coming down to the end. It is time for comments of the week. Okay, so I don't have a lot of like uh, trolly or really funny comments of the week, but I do have some feedback from you guys this week. Last week, I asked you what you thought about packaging, if packaging Matters to you and we're gonna get to my opinion after we read all of your opinions First one comes from mr X packaging matters a whole heap to me if it comes all neatly packed It shows me that the company cares about their products Joytech recently sent me the cuboid light And they threw all the spare parts in a plastic cellophane including the spare glass which was shattered to pieces Not only did I have to throw away the two coils the cuboid comes with the mod itself and the tank were scratched to hell a few weeks later I ordered the Capo Squonker from iJoy and they packed it in a nice little mock carbon fiber box. Everything was neatly packaged. Everything had its own little spot in the box. It was so much more fun unboxing the Capo as opposed to dealing with Joytech's enormous fuck you they sent me in the mail. Also got another comment here from Nick. Nick, I think that you and other reviewers might care about packaging more because you are opening so much all the time. I personally don't care. Actually, I'd rather them not spend the money on fancy packaging so the price stays as low as possible. Now, if I'm buying a $300 mod or something higher in price, then yes, I think a nice package is definitely expected. But if it's just normal China products, that's going to be used for a month or two, then eh, keep the price down. It's very cold in Pittsburgh in case you're wondering. <laughs> I, w- I was, well, I was curious. I was just asking, uh, Dwayne, somebody, I wasn't asking anybody, but thank you for the weather update in Pittsburgh. Uh, It's raining right now in San Diego in case you're wondering. Travis also left a comment and said, hell yeah, on the packaging matters, Sigeli Moonshot. badass, Loved it. Need more like it. Jared said, packaging matters for all of about, oh, two minutes. Then after I get through everything in the box, I put the packaging away and I focus on the hardware and never think about the package again. Keegan left a comment and said, I can't say that packaging matters to me at all. My Hexome V3 came in bubble wrap. Same with my Titan V2. I love them more than any other vape shit. Flickstro left a comment and said, packaging matters a bit to me. It goes with the old adage, you never get a second chance to make a first impression or you don't sell the steak, you sell the sizzle. I can definitely appreciate some panache and it shows the company cares about their products if they're putting that level of forethought into how they present it. And that's kind of very much where I land on this topic as well. I like some decent, packaging, it doesn't have to be amazing, it doesn't have to be over the top, good, you know, unbelievable packaging. But a little bit of packaging to show that you give a shit about your product, to me, really goes a long way. I will treat products better that come in better packaging and I will treat other products chintzier and junkier if they come in junky packaging. And ultimately, everybody is right because once you get through the packaging, then that's it. You got your mod, the packaging goes in the trash. 100% of my packaging goes in the trash. I keep nothing. I have a drawer full of spare parts and baggies, but as far as packaging goes, I don't keep any of it, but I will say it's nice. It's nice getting something that's in some okay packaging where it's presented nicely and shows that the manufacturer cares a little bit about their product. And to those saying that they don't want packaging to help keep the costs down, packaging costs are really stupidly low. The difference between putting your mod in like a little foam insert and putting your mod just in like a plastic thing inside of a box, the difference in cost is like, sense. It adds up to nearly nothing within the grand scheme of the product. So packaging matters to me a little bit. And I think if there was a situation where, let's say a Chinese company, iJoy, let's say iJoy releases a product. They release a mod and you can buy the $59 version and it comes with cool packaging or you can buy the $57 version and it basically just just comes in like an iJoy box. I would probably buy the nicer, Packaging one. I want my stuff to get here safely. I like some nice packaging. I like to see that it's presented well, and I know that I'm just kind of repeating myself. Ultimately, no, packaging doesn't matter. Mr. Hexome Titan Guy was right. I've got my Hexomes in bubble wrap in a bubble mailer, and I love my Hexomes more than I love a lot of other mods, and it came with zero fancy packaging. But I just want to say this one last time I think packaging shows that companies give a shit. Uh, I actually only have three other comments of the week from my YouTube, but I do want to give a big shout out to Nico. Nico from Finland. In fact, we're going to do a little Nico future in the next vlog I shoot in the office. Not the next, next vlog, but the next, next vlog after that. We're going to talk a little bit about Nico. Who's this mysterious person in Finland that's always helping me out with my favorite comments of the week? We're going to get to know Nico. But I got a comment here from Heathen. Heathen left a comment and said, hey Nick, thanks for showing the new SQ challenge Cap priest, you should have gotten the challenge cat butcher as well, which is different from the priest. The SQ is deaf, made for flavor and squonking. The small holes are for a mouth to lung vape, two holes for an open mouth to lung, and single hole for a more restricted mouth to lung vape. To get a better understanding of the names and why I did what I did, I do have an intro video up if you have a chance. The names along with the dead rabbit name is a nod to the Gangs of New York movie. Thanks again, buddy. I hope you're having a great holiday. Yeah, absolutely, Heathen. I did have a great holiday. I hope you You had a really great holiday as well. Um, Yes, the, the, yeah, the SQ, the noisy, noisy, I almost said noisy rabbit. That doesn't make any sense. That's like a dead rabbit clone. I actually haven't tried out the mouth to lung on this because I am very skeptical. So we're gonna try this right now actually. I'm gonna put it on this one or that one. Okay, that's the dual. That actually kind of feels a little bit mouth to lungy. Okay, shit, let's try it. 60 watts, uh, 0.19 uh, mouth to lung airflow on the Dead Rabbit. I have a feeling this might make me cough, and we'll get there when we get there. Okay, here we go. <coughs> yep. <coughs> so here's the thing. Heathen, I appreciate what you're trying to do with mouth-to-lung in an RDA, but mouth-to-lung is much more than just tiny pinhole airflow. Mouth-to-lung, there's a lot involved with mouth-to-lung to to make a good mouth-to-lung experience. And one of those things is that the airflow has to come from underneath the coils. It just has to. There's no other way to do mouth-to-lung than having the air come underneath your coils. So I appreciate it. Maybe 60 Watts is too high. I don't know. I'm going to get to know this mouth to lung setup here on this dead rabbit SQ. And even without the mouth to lung on there, honestly, the dead rabbit SQ, it's it's a banging RDA. Ethan, you done good. And yes, gangs of New York. Uh, I know from talking to you at ECC, you were a big gangs of New York fan. And as soon as I saw the priest and as soon as I saw the butcher, I was like, yep, Boom. That's it. Gangs of New York. Love it. Uh, I don't know exactly what this person was referring to, but Devin left a message and said, IMO, China is pumping out way too much vape products. If one RDA, RTA, or mod can come out every second month, that would be more than enough. There's not much innovation anymore. I'm still rocking my Segelli 213 and Kennedy 24 RDA, and I am more than satisfied. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, a, that's a thing. That's a thing uh, that we've been talking about for a while over here on Grim Green. China really, likes to crank out products and some of them are are, are pretty good. A lot of the products coming out of China are really good, but a lot of them are kind of just the same old shit that we've been seeing for the last few years. That's just the reality of it. There hasn't been anything that's come out of China in the last, I don't know, year that I think would ever replace something like a hex and a recoil for me. Or like this guy, Sigeli 213, Kennedy 24. Like I said, not all of it is bad. Some of it is bad. Some of it's really good, but a lot of it, the majority of it, I agree with you. It's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just a lot of the same, a lot of the same stuff. Hopefully, we can get some, uh, some cooler stuff from China soon, or some cooler stuff outside of China soon. If you hear what I'm laying down on the flippity flap, that didn't make any sense. Anthony left a comment and said, uh, "Are you still going to band camp?" Albert has got trumpet. Now and Yui has clarinet, so that leaves you with flute. So best get some practice in. We'll see you at band camp, man. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea where who that person is. I don't know what band camp is. It was really tripping me out because I usually I played trumpet in high school, but I'm like, okay, well now I have to play the flute. And uh, that was just hilarious. And and I don't know if that was purposeful. And even if it was, that was still hilarious. But I like to think that Anthony might have just commented on the wrong video. And now his comment is ending up in a Grim Green video. <laughs> and I've only got one last favorite comment of the week. But this is just, this is the most meta thing that has ever happened. Uh fella on Instagram, Javier Ladaz, I think that's his name. Javier Ladaz took a picture of his screen of my vlog. And what's on the screen that he took a picture of is a screen capture of his tweet. So what I did is I screen captured his Instagram post of him taking a picture of the screen where I screen captured his tweet. Think about how deep this goes right now. So Javier, here's your chance to take a picture of the screen of me holding a picture of the screenshot of the Instagram post of you taking a picture of your screen where I screenshotted your tweet. This is a huge moment for the internet right now. (laughs) Oh, that's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, that's what I got, you guys. That's the vlog. That's the end of the vlog. Thank you so much for watching. Let me just take a one. Let me close my laptop. Let me take a quick look around the room. Make sure I didn't forget anything. Yeah. I think we're good. I think we're all good. Anyway, um, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Uh, I have a quick update for next week's vlog. Next week's vlog is going to be a travel vlog. This weekend, me and Dwayne and Kent and M Turk are going out to the sand dunes, some sand dunes that Dwayne loves going to, and we're going to be riding quads and and dirt bikes and camping for the weekend. And I'm going to bring my drone and I'm going to bring my cameras and I'm going to shoot a whole bunch of like just really fun. Road trip vapey experience out at the dunes. So that's what's going to be going on this YouTube next Thursday. The next week, I believe I'm only going to have one review video. I'm going to put up a review video on Tuesday, I believe, and then Thursday is the vlog, and then, you know, we're, we're going to keep getting uh, keep getting back on track. I'm trying to upload at least two videos a week, regardless of what my schedule is. Throughout Christmas and New Year's, I still maintained, like, the two review videos and the vlog throughout the whole holidays, but the way that this, this weekend falls at the sand dunes, it kind of just messes up my schedule just a little bit, just the way the same way that ECC is gonna mess up my schedule just a little bit as well so next week no normal vlog but it's gonna be a bro trip vlog and then uh, and then we'll get back on schedule with reviews and vlogs and reviews and vlogs and all the normal grim green stuff that you've come to know and love on this here YouTube channel I don't know why I said that that way anyway thank you so much for watching everybody and I always say this you know I always say this at the end of the vlog but the people you people that make it to the end of the vlog you're my favorite and I want to hug all of you you and I owe you all a hug and I, I'm good for it my word is my bond if I see you at a vape event on the vape tour out in public anywhere and you tell me that you make it to the end of the vlog hugs will be dispersed if you're not into a hug a solid crisp high five will be dispensed anyway that's ridiculous thank you so much for watching everybody and as always let's keep on vaping